Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. We have a very talented producer, director, writer with us who's worked in the industry for many, many years, Martha Cotton. Our, um, our listeners, the vast majority of our listeners, as you can imagine, Martha, are, are leaders, or, excuse me, are, are media creatives. And the vast majority of that ratio or percentage would be uh, young men. There's a big jump. There's, a, there's a, of all the people that listen to our uh, Six Ways to Sunday podcast, and thank you for subscribing and listening. Uh, <laughs> vast majority are young men between the ages of 18 and 22. Then there's a big jump to 50 to 65. I don't know why that is. I don't know what happened wow. to the group between 25 and 40 or 25 and 45. That'll all shake itself out somehow. But to all of you that are men that are listening, and also this is an encouragement for the ladies that are listening, women, is that women are really good storytellers, very good storytellers. And they tell stories in a way that is unique to their worldview and uh, the way that they approach life. And when I do workshops, I've done over 100 across the world, conferences, workshops, whatever it is, 33 countries of workshops. Over and over again, the vast majority of people in the room are young men between the ages of 18 and 30. And I might, we might have, oh gosh, hmm, five or 10% that are ladies. I did a workshop a few years ago, six, seven years ago in India with 67 uh, people in two different locations in Hyderabad and Vizag. And we only out of 67, we had one female. One. Wow. And Why I do you just, think that is? I, I think that it's, uh, sorry, India, I think it's male chauvinism. And in India, the attitude is this is a real job and women should just stay and be secretaries and, or become married uh, or go to the menial jobs. And, um, and, and that's why, that's my best educated guess and the one young lady that we had was very talented. And she was in Hyderabad. I got to know her a little bit. And I said, where are all the women? And the men just sort of had this grin like, we're not going to have women in here. This is a man's club. Maybe that's the answer right there. It's a men's club. And it shouldn't be that way. Well, that's a whole other discussion for <laughs> a, an, another time. You're talking about DGA and PGA, Directors Guild, um, Producers Guild, which are they're part hard to get into and part not hard to get into based on your your background, your resume, and the project you have either project you've either worked on or are about to work on. That could be episodic TV, could be a high budget feature, low budget theatrical feature. Uh, it could be commercials. Those are basically um, episodic TV. I think I said that four or five different. Uh, levels to all that. They're kind of hard to get into and they're expensive to get into. But once you're, yes, they are. They're very expensive. Just to get into the Director's Guild for, uh, let's say you're going to either be a first AD or unit production manager uh, or a director for DGA on a regular film and you're going to join 
for the very first time and then you're in is about $13,000 US dollars. So that is not a small uh, initiation or membership fee to that. And then there are dues every year. But once you're in, in those guilds, they protect you to make sure that your contracts are done, done properly. There are rules, how many hours you, you're allowed to work. There have been people that are literally driven off the road. They were so literally driven off the road at three in the morning because they were so tired from having worked a 20, 18 or 20 hour uh, day. And Martha knows exactly what I'm talking about. There's no more, no more of that. You have to have rest times, uh, so many hours if you're doing a night shoot and, and such. We could go into all the details of that. The guild is there to protect their own and to make the work environment uh, as straightforward and honest as it possibly can and how you get paid, et cetera. So once you join those guilds, now I don't know a lot of Christians that are part of those guilds, Martha. I, I do. I, I, okay. Well, you, you're, you know, the secret handshake inside the DGA and, and I'm thinking here in the coming months that I may uh, learn that, that secret handshake as well. Okay. Then let me ask you this. Um, how do you, how do you bump into or, or get to know, is it, is it gotta be relationships and, and such, how do you get to know other Christians in the industry? Oh gosh. You know, I have, I don't, I do not wear my faith on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. I figure that what I do and how I treat people is going to speak more loudly than any words that I'm going to say. I don't walk around with, you know, evangelism tracks in my pocket. <laughs> I just, it's just never, that's just never been my style. Yeah, big sign that says repent or go to hell. Yeah, no, that's not my style, but um, I believe it, but I, I'm not going to preach it um, right. to this particular crowd. Um, you just kind of know. I mean, there was a lovely man um, who just recently passed away very suddenly by the name of David Rodriguez, um, a very talented director who was um, who was highly respected within the guild, and he did a seminar for the. Um, uh, there's an there's an initiative within the guild called the DDI, the Directors Development Initiative, and you are selected based on your past work to participate in that. And I had the honor of participating in that. And David came to speak one day, and this is somebody who is, um, he was a producing showrunner on two different shows. He directed a couple of of low budget features. His previous um, job, he'd been in law enforcement in Florida. And before that, he'd been in the service. He was just he was just a really great guy. And um, at this DDI meeting, he told everybody assembled there, he said, I start every day with prayer. He said, I can't navigate through the challenges of the day without spending time in prayer before I ever leave my room. And my jaw dropped because that was the most out there that anybody I had ever heard at the DGA be. Right. 
And I approached him later and I just said, thank you for that. And he went, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, no, thank you. And he got it. You know, it was like the secret handshake. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He was on the set maybe about four or five months ago and had a stroke and just dropped dead. Oh my. And he was in his, he was maybe 56 or 58. I mean, not an old guy and, and fit and everything else. And it was very interesting because in, in these days of COVID, we're not able to meet, but um, the Latino committee within the director's guild did an online memorial for him and listening to the um, testimonies that people gave about him from people that I know who are not believers, he really made an impact. That's great. He, he left a legacy of people remembering his character and his um, one or two people referenced his faith Mm-hmm. even though they didn't quite understand it. And so he really lived out being salt and light. There you go. There you go. You know, to, uh, we've got over 4,000 listeners across the world. To any of you that are listening right now, words are great. How you say things, that's good. But people really are going to know you in this industry, people that don't, that don't believe in Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord by your life and how you act and how you treat people. And that's where the love of God really comes in. And people, I've had other friends and probably you, Martha, as well, that have come to me and have come to my other friends as well and and said, you know, there's something different about you. I'm going through a tough time right now. Yeah. And quietly over to the side or during a break, they'll pray. And, uh, and eventually people real realize if, if you're not using bad words and treating people um, in a terrible way, a demeaning way, and dropping sarcasm and bad words all the time, that there's something different about you and there's something fresh about you. We're finishing up our time with Martha Cotton, uh, producer, director, writer. By the way, you can find Martha if she wants you to find her there at finallyfilms.net. Finally, like it's finally over. Finallyfilms.net. I will tell you, she's not in a position, nor are any of our uh, of us, to handle unsolicited work, uh, work uh, asking, and also unsolicited scripts. Those have to be represented. I'm just telling all of you right now that you can't do that, but that's where you can find her. Finally, films not net. You can also find her resume and biography at imdb.com, imdb.com. Or if you're in the industry and have a subscription, you can find her at imdbpro.com, which I really, really like. I check it almost daily for information <laughs> about projects. It's a, it, it's a little bit uh, of a habit on my part. What would you say, your, give a last thought or so, Martha, to young aspiring uh, filmmakers and TV people you know, maybe they're discouraged or they don't know how to get into the industry. I would say relationships are huge. Um, as long as they're authentic relationships, what, what would you say as a, as a word of encouragement? You know, when I first started working in the industry and um, especially when I first started on Up Close and Personal, I would drive onto the lot every day 
and realized that almost everybody else that I was coming into contact was there because they wanted to be important. And so I decided that I wanted to be a servant. Mm. And I would pray every day going through the, the guard gate there, Lord, show me how to serve the people I'm working for. And I think that is such a radical thing in this industry that it gave me immediate favor. And the, the producers that I worked with have called me, all of the producers that I've worked with have called me repeatedly over the years to offer me other employment or to run something by me. I still have relationships with them because they saw that I wanted to be a servant. That is so refreshing in an industry where the egos are so large and people will say, don't you know who I am? And power plays, that's, that's all from, to use biblical scripture, that's all from the flesh. That's people being people as opposed to walking in the spirit as a servant and say, Lord, who, who can I make a difference in their life today for your kingdom? And that's phenomenal advice. Martha Cotton, thank you so much for being part of our uh, our podcast today. I hope in a season or two, we can, we can revisit and have more of a conversation. Sure. And, uh, and go from there. That would be a lot. Of, I didn't even get to half my notes. She's worked on Touched by an Angel. We worked, uh, didn't know it, but we... Um, worked on a project with Judge, Judge uh, Reinhold on Be Still uh, oh, yeah. a, a while back, a, a wonderful, contemplative, prayerful DVD. And I did the field producing overseas on a number of segments, Africa, uh, et cetera. And I didn't even know we had both worked on it because we worked on different parts of it. So those are things, did. yeah, uh, things to work, uh, to, to consider. Martha, thanks for being our guest today. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. You bet. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.